0: Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci-fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Ho, ho, ho! All you cool ghouls and friendly fiends, welcome to the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host, Joe Pavlansky, and with me as always is the maestro of Mail Order Mysteries, Eddie Guevara. Also with us tonight on this special Christmas episode we have horror magician extraordinaire Chuck Caputo and his wife Sherry. Hello. What's up everybody? Hello guys. Ho ho ho. <laughs> ho 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 and Merry Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas.
0: We are just a few days away from from the big day man the the one day that The whole kid year revolves around, as uh, they would say, Gene Shepard said in a Christmas story. And that's, you know, that's very true. And, you know, I like to think about it even as an adult, it still revolves around it because it's nice to be, you know, a kid every once in a while. So uh, today is our our Christmas episode and we are going to talk about some Christmas memories past. Get a little uh, nostalgic on all you out there listeners. And uh, hopefully, you know, jar some Christmas memories that you have hidden away in your, your mind and all that. And maybe you'll remember some of the, the fondness that you had as a child. And, you know, it, it'll you know start to brighten up your, your Christmases uh, coming up this week and, and in the future. So before we get started on that, and I tell you what, I, I have a great story on how when I was young, how me and my sister formulated a plan to catch santa claus and almost caught him (laughs) and i'm gonna tell you guys about that later in the podcast but first let's give it over to uh chuck and sherry and see how you guys are doing over there in western pennsylvania i know it's uh cold and and a little bit snowy over here
2: in uh, eastern ohio so how you guys doing over there hey how's it going
1: real good thanks
2: yeah, it is. It is very cold. I was outside building some banisters out in front of our house. I was out there for about two hours. I come up, I was so cold. I mean, I was chilled to the bone, man. I had to stand on the heat register, you know. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it is. It is very. It is very cold. So we it don't
1: is... have any
2: snow though. No, just really... no snow. No, no. no, no snow. Yeah, not yet. Anyway, Joe, who knows? It might be coming from uh, your way. I guess it's I don't. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've been having all day just r- real light flurries and all that. So. Okay. I don't know if it, if it dissipated by the time I got to you or which direction it was heading.
2: i tell you what, the way it's been, though, the last few weeks, you can't beat it, man. Just a little while ago, right? Jerry, it was like, it was
1: 50s. It, yeah,
2: by 57 yeah, degrees. I mean, nice. unbelievable. Sweet wave.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're calling, I think, for here over in uh, eastern Ohio, northeast Ohio, uh, I think mid 50s on Christmas with a like a 70% chance of rain. I'm like, it, it's gonna not gonna feel like Christmas, man. Uh, no, it's
1: not. It's gonna uh, rain here on Christmas.
2: Yeah, too. just like you said when we were kids, man, we always had a white Christmas. We I did. remember it well, you yeah. know, yeah. We, yeah, we would wake up and it was always, almost always, uh, at least some snow. But, but now, wow, I don't okay. know what this global warming or whatever. I don't know what the heck. I'm beginning,
3: on. I'm beginning to not like you guys, man, because that means if you have a bad weather over there, I'm gonna get it in Jersey in a week or so. probably yeah Some Christmas present that is you know (laughs) so when speaking
0: of Jersey what's going on over there Eddie are are you still still stuffing your face are you able to talk (laughs) let me put it this
3: way I've been trying I've been oh gosh I got really excited right now that uh, Amazon gives me a call and they just dropped off a package which I think is the shrink wrap for the uh, magic sets that's the only thing that's ready to finish them and I had the wrong size, so I ordered it last night, and it came today. I was shocked. That's but, bad. Um, yeah, I, I've uh, I got this. The best thing about this magic set, it's got a Houdini letter inside that it's phenomenal. I'm not going to say much about it except when people get it, they can see what it is.
2: Oh my it's goodness. Phenomenal. Yeah, and this it, this letter is too cool, man. It is. Wow. It is so neat. Oh. And it nice.
3: comes directly from the grave, so you can't beat that, man. We yeah. took it right out of his pill, you know, yeah. when they buried him, he had all those letters. We took the letter right underneath his pillow,
2: my friend. <laughs> you know what's strange? Houdini died on Halloween night, man. Can you believe that? Unbelievable! Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, unreal.
0: Hey, Chuck, uh,
2: were you ready to podcast
0: last night about eight o'clock or so, <laughs> nine o'clock?
2: Yeah, it was all set, man. And then Eddie called me up and he said, Oh, I got the wrong uh, wrong day. I said, Oh, okay, all right. Oh. Uh, I'm like,
0: what the hell? I'm I'm at a, a work Christmas party and I, I'm sitting there. I couldn't answer the phone or nothing because there was music going. So I'm sitting there drinking <laughs> a beer and having a cigar. And I see my phone's blowing up. Eddie's calling, asking about the <laughs> podcast. And I'm like, what is he doing? It's, it's Tuesday. What is he talking about? It's a, <laughs> here. He meant, you know, next week because we were going to record a, a day earlier. And I'm like, oh, he got his days way off.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, I've been getting. all mixed up oh man i've been getting things backwards for the last (laughs) five years but now it's even worse holy
3: this is all (laughs) joe's
2: fault uh, (laughs) this is joe's fault because notice even
3: you today you call me by accident thinking i'm richie yeah joe yesterday he confused (laughs) us all well i tell you
0: what i i made a little gaffe on uh monday morning because i like I I'm on vacation this week and next week from work. So Sunday night was my last night at work. I got off at six AM Monday morning. So usually my last night of work is Tuesday night. I get off six AM on Wednesday and I come home and I take the trash out because it gets picked up about seven or eight. So my days all my you know, my days are all thrown off now. So I'm getting off at, at six AM and, and I'm in my mind thinking, okay, I, I'm I'm done with work and i gotta get the trash out because it's wednesday so i'm like my wife's like what are you doing i'm like taking the trash out she goes it's monday morning i'm like oh that's right i'm like my days are all screwed
2: up oh yeah (laughs) it happens man i'll tell you one of these days i'm gonna do a show because i have a lot of presets you know what for these shows one of these days i'm gonna do a show and i'm gonna show the box you know supposedly empty and i'm gonna snap my fingers and there's not going to be anything in there. I'm going to forget to load the rabbit. You yeah. I mean, <laughs> sooner or later, man, it's got to happen. I'm telling you. I don't know. For while, I man. hope not. Uh, yeah, it, it's
0: it's a it's a busy time of year, man, with tons of Christmas parties, last minute man. gifts, and everything else that goes with it. I, I spent all day yesterday before the Christmas party wrapping gifts. I, I played. Um, have you guys seen that uh, that movie Scrooge with Bill Murray? Oh, I, oh yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, really yes, yeah, cool. so I, I I put that on, uh, yesterday while I was wrapping gifts and everything. And oh man, I, I haven't watched that in a couple of years. I I just love it. Bob Bobcat Goldthwaite is absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah, <laughs> whatever
2: whatever happened to him? He was hot about 25, 30 years ago, and you don't really see him much. Uh, if you know, like uh, today, you don't really see him at all, if ever. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think he's really been in too much stuff. Not that I, I, I know of, but yeah, he was, you know, huge in the
2: eighties and, you know, early to mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. He had that personality yeah. where he'd scream when he talked and stuff. That was his gimmick. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was
0: cool. But he was, he was hilarious in there towards the end when he came in with the, with the shotgun. Oh yeah. That was a great movie. So I, I watched that while, uh, while wrapping some gifts yesterday before the next thing i know you know two and a half hours passed and you know i had to get ready for the christmas party and everything but man there, there's just so much to do it it's, I, it's just crazy i haven't
3: done any packing yet. gotta do it. i got a little insight as to uh chuck if that ever happens with you and the little rabbit you have been saying <laughs> that your wife is really attached to it so probably it would be that you pack it in the box and then your wife takes it out and she doesn't tell you. And you go to the show and then the rabbit's missing.
2: Yeah. That's
1: true. <laughs> it could be that she took uh-huh. the rabbit out on
3: you.
2: She oh, yeah. On you. Oh, she she attached to this rabbit. We paid $25 for it off of Craigslist.
1: Oh, he's so cute. And,
2: and she probably spent $300 on all the apparatus. Oh, it's, it's a, it's a big, uh,
1: adorable.
2: He, he is cute. <laughs> pitbull like yeah, pit, yeah. Bull. No, pit bull pit we have a pit bull he even likes some chief yeah. oh really nice yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: don't
2: tell joe he
1: might
3: get a rabbit now the wife is gonna throw him out because he has four dogs already
2: no 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 I, two
0: dogs is i got two dogs and that's enough man no more no more animals <laughs> okay.
2: man yeah, yeah. but
0: but hey guys we we're talking about Christmas movies um we're talking about Scrooge and, and real quick I got some Christmas movies for everyone out there because you know, we've all watched the same stuff kind of over and over every year, Christmas story, National Lampoon's Vacation, you know, all the Rankin Bass, you know, classics which are all great movies and all that, but I got two that are just out of this world that, you know, maybe a lot of people haven't seen them and maybe there's some good good reason for that because they're really obscure and um one of them even made the list of worst like 100 worst movies of all times, but yeah. I'm sure I'm sure maybe you guys have heard of this. So the first one is called uh Santa Claus uh from 1959 and it's sometimes referred to as Santa Claus versus the Devil. Have you guys heard of this one? No.
2: I've never heard of it. That's something different. Really. No.
0: It's, it's a uh, 1959 Mexican uh fantasy film and it is uh yeah, it's it's pretty pretty di- pretty fun, I guess. Funny, fun, you know, Santa uh Kind of the, the, the synopsis of it is that Santa Claus works in outer space, and he does battle with a demon named Pitch, uh, who's sent to Earth by Lucifer to ruin Christmas by killing Santa and making all the children of the Earth do evil. And it is a it is definitely like a Z-type movie. It's really... I mean, it, it's something like you got to wonder if like the directors and writers were just high on acid the whole time while they were writing this that's and crazy. putting it together because it's, it's a crazy film and it's um, it, it, Joe, it, it's fun, but it, it's crazy. Joe, I need Eddie. to break in
3: a second really quick. Remember about that Santa Claus film? It has the robot in there and that's where I got my plans from so don't don't belittle my film okay
0: (laughs) does that have the plans in it well no but it has the perfect
3: looking robot oh
0: yeah all right
3: so thank
0: you i tell you what it's all they uh mystery science theater uh did a good lampooning of it as well uh if you could find that one so like i said it's a it's it's something different it's it's very i guess that's all i could say is different so definitely check it out so the second one this one's uh a classic too and it's one of my uh, favorite holiday ones and it's called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians from 1964. Have you guys heard this one? No, I'm going to have to check these out. No. no. Oh man, them. this is a it, it's like a science fiction comedy and what it is is um Martians they are, are worrying about their kids watching too much Earth TV and all that and so they kidnap Santa Claus and bring him to Mars to pass out Uh, Presence to the kids, and it's it's another crazy one that you know was also lampooned by Mystery Science Theater, and it's uh, you know a lot of times hailed as one of the worst films ever made. It's always on on the list, Um, but there is one redeeming aspect of this movie, and it is the first documented appearance of Miss Rich plays out of Mrs. Clives. so So very very cool and you know what it was actually it predates uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer i think that debuted december 6th well this one was november 14th so about a month or so uh it beat rudolph as portraying mrs claus on the silver
2: screen so pretty cool yeah i'll definitely check these out man
0: so yeah, so if anybody out there has never heard of them, definitely they're 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 well worth a watch. I got both of them on DVD because I, I love them so much. It's like one of those they're so bad they're good type. <laughs> but I tell you, what's really cool too, if you could find the posters of them, they they both got amazing posters to him that yeah. the artwork and everything on him is just fantastic now
3: joe which is the one that has the robot the first one right Martian. no S-
0: santa claus conquers the martians has the robot on it and he has like the square body yes that's the one i'm sorry yeah. a
3: mistake. that's the one that i like so don't belittle my film okay <laughs> Thank you.
0: yeah the robot is pretty cool and if you if you guys out there have watched any of the old serials from like the 30s and 40s early 50s that robot's kind of reminiscent of the robots you would yeah, see well, in a lot of those uh serial cliffhangers. For
3: those that have kids and Chuck, I think this would be your if you look at the shiny time station TV show back in the eighties or nineties with uh Mr. Schemer and stuff, Schemer's Robot looks identical to that. So I think they took that right off of that that movie.
2: Oh, I think our kids used to watch that back. Yeah, ago. well yeah, if you watch right.
3: Schemer's Robot, you'll see that it's a reproduction because I'm a robot fanatic. And yes, I watched those C G or Whatever movies you call them, uh, I kind of like that film, Mister uh, Joe. There, <laughs> and I feel insulted that you belittle my robot.
0: <laughs> Never. It's a. I tell you what, it, it's a. It's a great movie. Both of them are great. Like like I said, they, they're 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 so bad that they're good. And I, every year I have to watch both of them because it's 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 part of my my Christmas viewing. Yeah,
2: oh, cool. <laughs> well, we went so, to a place. I think I mentioned it to you guys a couple podcasts ago. We stopped at a place in Pittsburgh here called the Tipsy Elf. That
1: was fun. Oh,
2: uh, it was so cool, man! The rooms were all decorated, and uh, as a matter of fact, if you, go on, uh, you, if you go on YouTube, Sherry put a little video on there. I had the I had that uh, the Santa hat where you push the button and it flops back and forth like it waves and everything. <laughs> it it was really cool, man. it was really it was a beautiful it was a beautiful place. They had the rooms decorated really neat, and we stayed there. I guess what about ninety minutes? Huh? Yeah. And we had a couple drinks, and then we left. But it was cool, man. Yeah, yeah, I seen I seen the
0: video you sent. It looked really really awesome, there, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Hey, Chuck. You know, Chuck. You know, Go ahead, Eddie.
3: You forgot to mention that the uh, elf was tipsy.
2: Yeah, I I guess he was tipsy a little bit. I don't know. I
3: told you the tipsy elf. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) But hey, hey, Chuck. I checked out that um, you mentioned that North Pole, Alaska. Oh
2: yeah, Fairbanks, Fairbanks. Oh man, that's really cool. doesn't that look neat, man? You know, yeah, God willing, I would love to go there one of these years. That would be so cool. I'm,
0: yeah. yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, it's like Christmas year round. Everything's Christmas themed. All the roads you and everything. Cool. It's really cool. Yeah,
2: I know. that would be really neat. That would be really cool. And it's and it's not the actual North Pole because I don't think a I don't think a regular civilian could even go to right. the actual North Pole. Mm-hmm. But this is the closest thing to it. Uh, so that would be cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely cool. So hey, let's get into some some older nostalgic stories about christmas and i'm going to turn it over to you two uh chuck and sherry what's some of your your fondest uh, memories of christmas past
2: well i tell you what uh i'm the youngest you know i have two older sisters and uh an, an older brother and yeah it was a lot of fun you know you know what growing up as a kid you know we were a working class family we did not have a lot of money or anything but it was but it was pretty cool you, you know what uh uh, I would put uh I would I would put milk and cookies out for Santa and one year I actually snuck down the steps. I caught my dad eating the cookies. <laughs> yeah, and he said, Yeah, he said, Get out of here, go back up to bed. You know, so, <laughs> was that so the I, year it all ended? <laughs> yeah, yeah I was kinda disappointed, you know. But he was he was chowing down too, man. He was drinking the milk and chomping it. I said, What's going on? Yeah, you know, I couldn't believe it. But uh yeah, you know, it was a lot of fun growing up and uh, you know, and my brother was seven years older than me. And he had the coolest toys because of the fact, you know, I was born in 1964, so he was born in 1956. So, like, the earlier toys I can remember from him, which is kind of cool. You know, in like the full-size G.I. Joes we talked about before yeah. in, certain, in certain games, you know. Uh, you know what? I grew up on the Fright Factory, to Thing Maker, and so he would play with that with me and stuff. It was kind of cool. We were big on BB guns, and he'd always get, like, a shooting gallery type of thing where you shoot the real BBs, oh, yeah. you know, like at the moving targets and so forth and uh it was it was it was pretty cool like i said you know what we were just an average family but it was a it was a lot of fun how about you sherry
1: yeah we were an average family as well we didn't live actually that far from you
2: yeah that's right it was
1: amazing huh and um i had a little sister she's four years younger than me and uh christmas was always so magical you know you're always wondering if you could catch santa and we did (laughs) We we left cookies and milk out as well um we were never fortunate enough to find anybody eating or whatever, <laughs> but um, we always had uh, good Christmases, even though like my family, we didn't have a lot of money as well, but um, fun memories of family getting together. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Didn't and, Didn't your mom and, cook a lunch? You, oh, she, she cooked had, a lunch she, on Christmas. Yeah,
1: she did. She did. She um, always made good meals and everything. So yeah. yeah, it was a good time. Good memories.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I tell you what, you you know, Everyone leaves out milk and cookies, but in my family, and when we came from, you know, middle-class working family, you know, didn't have much money growing up, you know, we we did what we could, but every year I wanted to leave out milk and cookies, and my dad said, no, no, Santa Claus, he gets enough milk, he wants a shot of whiskey to warm him up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So every year we left out a shot of whiskey, some cookies, and then dog biscuits for the reindeers.
2: Oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't think of that. That's kind of cute. Wow. That
0: is
1: sweet. But
0: yeah, I, I'd never forget that. We never left out milk. It was always a shot of whiskey because it, Santa Claus, he, he gets enough milk. He, he needs a, a shot of whiskey to warm himself
1: up. That's true, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: cool. oh. so how about you, Eddie? What's some, some Christmas memories past?
3: Well, uh, the funny thing about me is I had a lot of cousins and my family's pretty big. So it was just me. I was a single kid at the time. I'm 18 years older than my brother, so he wasn't born when I was very little. But um, one of the funniest this thing was kind of funny is that I got in trouble one time because I was telling my cousin that Santa Claus wasn't real. And uh, we went to where my mother's, my grandmother's bedroom was, and we found a bunch of toys on top of this uh, wardrobe that, mm-hmm. and I, I was, so I remember my, my mother kind of yelling at me, like, what are you doing? Why are you guys looking up there? And I found the toys. But my warmest memory for Christmas will always, I think, be the year 1976 or 75. It was 75, where I got the Haunted Mansion game, which I mentioned before. The, the I got the uh, um, TV Magic set, the deluxe black Magic set.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yep. yep. I,
3: I bought that, and I also got the Ghost Gun from Hasbro, and those three toys. And a couple of months earlier from that, from Christmas, I got the Gunfighter Okay Corral.
2: Oh, I remember that. That was neat. Yeah,
3: those were like the best games in the world. I also had another one called Tank Command, which had five tanks in each side, and it was like gunfight, and you would push the tanks each way, and then you you would pull a little cord, and and the tank would be knocked over. Um, Yeah, that was my fondest memory of Christmas, and I loved it because every time Christmas would come, i get so many toys, you know? So I looked forward, and what I would do is I would open them, but not open them out of the box. I would actually make a pyramid of all the boxes next to my bed go to sleep and get ready the next day to look them over but i opened them very carefully
2: yeah one yeah, so, yeah cuz you know what i still have my original thing maker that uh, uh it I, I think the date on it is 1966 cuz my cuz my parents probably bought it in like 68 it was on the shelf somewhere in, you know in in one of the department stores but yeah, i got it from uh, 1966 it's still in good shape man it has all the you know, like it all, like it has the heating elements. Uh, of course, the uh, goop, uh, little squeeze things—they're all dried up. But it has the original containers and everything. You know, yeah, I was uh, very, very careful about that kind of stuff. You know, and uh, yeah. hey, hey, how about how about some of these old Christmas commercials, man? Back oh, they're the kid. best, the best. Oh, unbelievable! Wow.
0: Yeah, I tell you I, what, they—they don't make them like they used to, especially that came out, you know, around the seventies, eighties, and nineties. And, and you know what's great is that you could go on YouTube and find just tons of collections of christmas commercials going back from the 50s you know all the way to present day and the old ones are always the best man i, I always like the the coca-cola ones and the m&m ones i thought were well, great oh,
2: those are great they're fantastic and then we had the greatest entertainment too man back when we were kids well this is probably a little before your time joe but uh, ed sullivan uh that was fantastic man he had the you know i was just watching a few clips the other day if you watch on the On YouTube, you could search magicians on the Ed Sullivan Show. Some fantastic stuff on there, man. They were they were the top of the line magicians worldwide. He'd get them from all all across the world. And they were really talented. Now,
0: now here's a question that because you know we talked a lot about Christmas and everyone always talks about Christmas Day, but did you guys have any um any traditions
2: that you did for Christmas Eve? Yeah, you know what? Me being Italian or mostly Italian, yeah, they do the seven fishes where they eat seven different types of uh, sea, sea animals, <laughs> sea yeah. creatures. It, it could be like <laughs> octopus, different kinds of things like that. And yeah, you know what? That's the cool thing about America. I think everybody brings their traditions, you know, uh, with them. You know, uh, did you have anything, Sherry?
1: Well, our favorite thing was for Christmas Eve was going to um, the midnight service, but it uh, wasn't really midnight, but we'd have the candlelit service. Right. Um, for Christmas Eve at our church. And then my mom would make these um, sandwiches. Um, we, we still make them every year.
2: Yeah, Sherry brought that, that into a, her marriage. Yeah. Our
1: little tradition, yeah. We're going to have them this Christmas. Tell them,
2: tell them what it is. It's uh... um,
1: it's really a simple sandwich. You just get regular little buns, regular like um, hamburger buns, um, Isley's chipped ham, Swiss cheese. And then there's the, the thing that you put on there, the spread, is uh, butter, dill, and Dijon mustard. Mm-hmm. And you mix that up. But then you put them, roll them in uh, aluminum foil, put them in the oven for about 15, 20 minutes till it melts.
2: These are so good. And just the
1: combination, it is so, so good.
2: You guys, you you guys really have to try this. I'm telling you. That sounds like a good like Slovak or or Polish type sandwich. Yeah. You know what? It's uh, definitely not Italian. I never heard of it. (laughs) And why are you doing it, Chuck? Well, I tell you what, it is really good Because it's so good (laughs) I don't care what it is If it's good, I'll eat it, man
0: (laughs) So what what about you, Eddie? What do you got for Christmas Eve?
3: Well, here's the funny thing We actually celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve Not Christmas Day Uh, The Hispanics, usually the Cubans Around my area What they would do is uh, They wait till 12 midnight That's when everybody opened their toys That's why I always, like I said I would stack them and then the next day I opened them because it would be late and everybody would be tired and they would make us wait till 12 o'clock to open the toys and everybody had dinner. So the entire family would be over. You had, I mean, it was a big family event and then at night everybody got the gifts and, and then that was it. Everybody just tore the paper apart. And I still remember one also one Christmas day when my aunt bought me and gave me a Halloween Superman costume now I used to watch George Reeves every day on Super, you know, at three p.m. or five. It was five p.m. on Channel Eleven, so having that costume, that was like the greatest gift ever, because I saw the S yes and and I I didn't realize. And then when I put it on, I'm like, wait a second, where are the briefs, man? <laughs> There's no briefs in the costume. But um, and, and then you had the red mask. You had like a red Robin mask, which wasn't even the face of Superman, which I thought that was kind of unique, but. Uh, I do I, you know what it, the fact that it was Superman costume it, it overshadowed, uh, the fact that it had so many things that were not the same. Like I said, you have a red Robin mask, mm-hmm. and and you know, like the Joker, not the Joker, uh, um, oh my god, what's the name of that guy? Uh, oh, Batman? no, that was I, uh-huh. I think
2: you're no, talking no, with about with Bruce
3: that. Lee, with Bruce Lee. What the heck is the name of that? Oh,
2: Kato, Green Kato. Arrow,
3: yeah, like Green Arrow. Or oh, green had a mask like green that. It hornet. was red green Hornet, that's right <clears throat> and um and he had a mask like that and it was red so i also remember my aunt giving me a mickey mouse camera it was the head of mickey mouse and the the lens would be his nose and you would look through his like in between his eyes was the viewfinder find,
2: I never saw and, that. Oh,
3: I, yeah. If you look, it's an old Mickey Mouse hat. It was probably night. This was probably nineteen seventy four, seventy three. Yeah, it's right before the nineteen seventy six. But getting to the commercial, there was one particular commercial, and I, I know you're going to remember this, Chuck. And also, Chuck, do you remember Wonderama? That they would oh. give away all the free toys to kids.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yep.
3: I used to love that show, but mm-hmm. the the one commercial that stood out to me was they, they used to advertise first Rock'em Sock'em Robots were big. So, of course, everybody saw that commercial.
2: Oh, I love that. We had that, too. That was cool. But there was one called Knuckle Busters.
3: Now, Knuckle Busters looked like two really strong guys with bulging muscles. And you used to squeeze the, instead of like the Rock'em Sock'em Robots, you push down on the on the hand thing. This right. you would squeeze like a bulb, And it caused air to shoot out the hand. But actually, what it did was it, the hand or the muscles, the, um, the fist would pop out like a skinny stick would be in it, and it was air, and you would punch the other one in the nose and it will fall back. But it had a record that came with it. And when you saw the commercials for it, which I'm sure you can watch on YouTube and see what I'm saying, it looked like they were actually punching each other. Mm. And, and you would see them move back and forth. And when I actually got the original, I'm like, wait a minute, this is a piece of junk.
2: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you would
3: press the valve and sometimes the hands wouldn't even pop out nothing like rock'em stock'em robots you know (laughs) but that's how i'm saying that they were really good at advertising and taking away the imagination of kids um that's what i my best memories
0: that's awesome yeah for us for christmas eve it was you know back when i was younger all the you know family some family members a lot more friends would would come over it was more of a time you know to get together with friends whereas christmas day was family so we would have you know traditional hunky food there a lot of sausage uh, kibasi, pierogi sauerkraut you know uh shrimp all that stuff tons of cookies and it was all it was real weird because it was always the the when we had a cape cod where we grew up and all the women would stay in the kitchen area around the table and all the men would go in the basement and everyone would stay separate and drink and, you know, watch TV. Uh Kids would stay in the living room watching cartoons. So that was how it was when I was, you know, younger. Then as I got older, it was more of, you know, more of the same thing, you know, just a day of uh, friends and the same thing, you know, women would be on the, around the table. We, the men would be in the basement watching, you know, football or Christmas story and everyone would be drinking, smoking cigars. And, you know, that's kind of what we've, Done as long as I can remember for Christmas Eve. And That's then, cool. um, Usually we would we would be able to open one gift on, on Christmas Eve, something that yes. was small.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? We did that too. But I'm such a goofy guy, I would be the one watching the cartoons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, now we put on a Christmas story in the basement. So we you know it's on what is it, I think TNT or TBS twenty four yeah. hours. So yeah,
2: yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, you know, we start we start watching that because I think usually everyone goes to mass now early, like about I think it's four or six o'clock. So mm-hmm. like a Around seven or eight o'clock everybody you know goes to my parents house whereas you know years ago 80s and 90s i remember mass being around eight or nine and then people would get over there till about 10 and i tell you what we would we would be partying until three four in the morning there so yeah sometimes they went pretty long but yeah it, it was a it was a nice time and then like I said, Christmas was the day for for family. You would go to all the different you know houses and do all that stuff. A lot of eating, a lot of cookies.
2: Oh, absolutely, I tell you what, there's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think of my mom and dad and my and my grandmother. I mean, they were they were fantastic people. Uh, are your parents still around, Joe?
0: Yeah, they're both still alive. My dad he retired um a couple years ago, and my mom oh. she works part time at a hospital. So yeah, they're still. They're uh, still around
2: and still going strong. Oh, uh, thank uh, thank God. Yeah, my dad died in 92, my mother 2001. But I tell you what, they were good parents, man. I mean, I I think of them, you know what, like uh, literally every day. I mean, that's something you never get out of your mind.
0: I, I tell you, though, what, what's sad, I, I mean, I, I it, to me it's sad, but at, at the same time it's kind of, you know, I'm kind of happy. Is You know, Christmas Eve when all of our friends would come over. Well, now, you know, and they were mostly, you know, my parents, friends, and – you know, th- their kids are about, you know, my age, some a little bit younger. But now as we got older, a lot of them don't come over anymore because now they have kids or I mean, their kids have kids and they yeah. family. So they spend it with them. So now usually on Christmas Eve, it's kind of just me, my wife, uh, my sister and her husband and kids will come over and maybe one or two friends, maybe our aunt and uncle or something. So it, it's kind of dwindled down over the years. But, you know, only because all of our friends, you know, they have grandkids now, so they're spending Christmas Eve with the families and everything. But it, it's kind of sad because I remember those good days when there would be, you know, twenty, thirty people there, and everyone would be partying, you know, till the wee hours of the morning. And now there's only, you know, maybe five or eight people there. So yeah, it yeah. does.
2: It does happen that way. Down, especially when like a grandmother or a grandfather passes away, when like the patriarch or the matriarch uh, yeah. pass away. Things tend to break apart, man. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but that is the way it goes.
0: That's yeah, I, I always hope that, you know, if, you know, in the future, you know, whenever my parents pass, because, you know, it's it's inevitable. Everyone goes and they're getting up in age. But I, I'm hoping I'm able to carry on that Christmas Eve tradition totally. you know, at my good. house and have, you know, friends
2: yeah. and some family over. You know what? Do it. Do it, Joe. That's a good goal, man. Go out of your way and try and make it happen. You
3: know, that, man? That, That's correct, man. Yep. We used to get in my aunt's house and we had like, you know, 100 people there. And it We're Right now, actually, we don't even, we go like to my daughter's house and stuff. I mean, I have to work this Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, so I won't be there. But they have, you know, a pretty uh, gathering out of my grandchildren and everything. But Joe, I'm surprised you didn't tell me the story you told a while back that when you were trying to catch Santa Claus. You decided to put X x-lax in the cookies to keep you catch And the Whoa, next day, your father grounded you. Yeah, because
0: he was in the toilet all day.
3: <laughs> was that the story, Joe?
0: No, but I, I tell you what, this is this is how 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 serious we were about catching Santa Claus when when I was young. Now, my sister's four years younger than me, so I was probably about six at the time, maybe. You were seven. the evil one. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> So we we would the days leading up to Christmas we would start to plan on what we were going to do to catch Santa Claus because now like I said we lived in a Cape Cod. So I had a a bedroom in the attic and then my sister was on the first floor and we had a a, a partial finished basement where my parents they usually stayed down there watch TV, you know, had a few beers, you know, whatever. That was kind of like their hang their den room. So we knew that they would always be down there until they were ready to go to bed and then they would come upstairs. So the days leading up to Christmas, we would start planning out, you know, what are we going to do to catch Santa Claus? So, you know, cause I was the older one. So I was a little bit more experienced in trying to catch Santa Claus. I knew that there were certain things that we had to do to not alert my parents that we were awake and trying to catch Santa Claus. So the first one was since I was in, in the attic and you know we had an older house i think was built in 56 and the stairs were wooden well what happens when you walk down the some of those stairs they start squeaking oh, yeah. and years prior to that i had hit some of those steps and my parents said go back to give bed joe mm-hmm. so you know I, I couldn't have that so the day before or it was either that morning or something i would check those steps and everyone that would squeak, I would leave something on that step. So I knew to step over it. Right. <laughs> yeah. How, how Jean, you know, at, at six, seven years yeah. old, so I went through the steps.
1: Oh, yeah. Everyone that
0: squeaked, I put something on the steps. I checked it, double checked it. Oh, so geez. then the next one was, you know, how am I going to get my sister's attention? You know, if I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the downstairs. So I couldn't go to her room because I would be kind of passing my parents' room. And you know, it might start squeaking the floors or whatnot, or they might see me or hear me. So I knew that when her door was open, the bed was right there. If I threw something on her bed, she might wake up. So on the bottom of the steps in the little corner, I kept some stuffed animals that I was able to throw on her bed, and they wouldn't make a sound, and it would
2: wake her up. Oh, well, you really had this plan pretty good.
0: Oh, it gets it gets even better. So I had all those down there. So now the second thing was, okay, once I make it into the living room, then what do I do? Because, you know, you're out in the open. So we had this long couch against the wall. And I said, huh, I said, I, if I could get behind that couch, I said, I could hide back there. And when I hear Santa Claus come down the chimney, I could jump out and catch him. I said, but, <laughs> but, you know, if I move the couch while my parents are sleeping, they're going to hear it. You know, they're going to hear it rubbing against it. Probably me making some grunting noises because it's a big couch and. You know, I'm six, seven years old, so prior to going to bed that night, me and my sister moved the couch out a little bit from the wall, enough that I could get back there, but not enough that my parents would notice, (laughs) so I had that all set up, and hey, I was ready to catch Santa Claus, man, we had everything set, the steps were good, I had the ways to, to wake my sister up, and I had the perfect spot, you know, behind the couch, you know, to catch Santa Claus. So, you know, we go to bed, it's 10 o'clock or so. And my parents are down in the basement and I- I'm staying awake. I'm waiting for them to, you know, to get down there. I'm waiting a few minutes so they get settled in and all that. And I could start sneaking downstairs. So I creep downstairs, you know, I step over the steps. I knew which ones, you know, were going to make noise. Perfectly quiet down there toss some some things in my sister's room to wake her up so that she knows i'm up and i go in the living room get behind the couch to catch santa claus and that's when everything falls apart because now it's you know 10 11 o'clock and my parents they're not going to bed till late so you know they're they're still downstairs partying and everything and the lights are still on and there's no santa or nothing and you know, I, I knew that they had to go to bed before Santa Claus got there because you know he doesn't want to be seen. So I'm behind the couch, and my little six seven. You know, it's starting to get late, and I haven't slept, so I fall asleep behind the couch. Next thing oh, I know, I, I wake up. the The living room's dark. The tree's lit. I pop up, and there's presents under the tree, and the the cookies and whiskey's gone. I said, "Son of a gun! I fell asleep and missed <laughs> Santa."
2: Claus. <Isn't> that cool? <laughs> That's a good story, man. <laughs> and i said
0: oh and my sister she fell she fell back to sleep too and oh it it was just i said man after all that planning we had days of planning everything was everything was perfect and i fell asleep behind the couch and i I never heard my parents up there putting out gifts or nothing and they never knew i was behind there but i woke up and the lights were off tree on gifts under there
2: wow that's really okay. and i
0: said man i miss santa claus i said son of a gun did you ever tell them (laughs) Yeah, I told them, you know, when I when I got older and all that and they were laughing. They're like, we never knew you were, you know, behind there, never seen the couch, you know, all, you know, pushed out or anything like that or never mm-hmm. even heard you guys. So I was kind of proud that, you know, we were able to sneak around without getting heard, but you know, subsequent years, you know, after a year or so after that, uh, you know, I would still use the the marking of the steps because I would wait till my parents went to sleep. But you know, I knew that you know, after I, I didn't believe in Santa Claus no more because, you know, I was a foolish, you know, grown man at, you know, eight, nine years old. But my sister still did. So I would we would, you know, still wake up three, four in the morning, you know, excited, wanting to open our presents. So I would still use the marking of the steps so that I could get down, you know, throw some stuffed animals at her to wake her up. And then we would come out. But usually we always somehow or another got caught. <laughs> so
2: yeah. I mean, that's, that's, uh, the cute little I remember, I remember I used right, to. I used right, to right, so, whoops, I'm picking up. You got the echo. Um, let me kill that echo a little bit all over this. We used to. I used to walk by my brother's room and I'd bunk him in the head with a beer bottle. I'd throw it in there, and <laughs> but that was about it. Nothing really out of the ordinary. Yeah, but I, you know what, I, I
0: could still remember, man just just the magic of that morning when you still believed in Santa Claus and that he actually came to your house and you seen the presence, you seen. You know, the stockings hanging by the fireplace with some toys and candy in it and just, you know, with the tree lit on just – and it, it was just I, – I don't think even today there's nothing that could replicate that magical feeling of being five, six years old and standing in your living room looking at the presents, the tree and the, the stockings yeah. and – you know, the half-eaten cookies and, you know, shot of whiskey, <laughs> that's gone. So I love, I love that whiskey.
2: That's a good yeah. idea. That's yeah, cool. and,
3: and then the dad going, ooh, that X-Lax. Wait till I get
2: that guy, man. <laughs> yeah. That's really cute. But I tell you what, that that
0: magical feeling, there's nothing to replicate it. No, I mean, I, absolutely. Just thinking about it, I, I could still kind of feel it a little bit. And it was, you know, it, it, it was such an amazing time. And still, as an adult, you know, my wife always laughs at me. But I still, I said, you know, it's just – you know maybe one day out of the year we try to be a little bit younger in, in spirit and in heart and try to you know enjoy christmas even if it's you know us giving gifts to one another you know husband and wife it, just to keep that that good natured feeling of of christmas morning i,
2: I oh. think it's very important oh absolutely man you know what our local newscasts here in pittsburgh when i was a kid that even say oh oh you know we see, we saw santa on the uh, radar he was just oh, he was you just know. yeah you remember that the pittsburgh? Do. yeah they'd say he just crossed uh pittsburgh he'll be coming into pittsburgh a little later on
1: so the sleigh yeah yeah
2: they show the sleigh it was kind of cool yeah, yeah. that, that where was where a nice at? that was a nice touch and yeah that's, yeah, that's
3: really gorgeous cool. neighborhood
1: we heard the fire trucks tonight yeah
2: just they before yeah just before the podcast come on there was fire uh whistles blowing all over yeah. i was wondering I what was is thinking, going what
1: is going the fire. Yep. Then I remember it. Oh, that must be Santa. Yeah, it
2: was Santa, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I was saying, Chuck, didn't you say Mr. Rogers? I said, maybe he lands in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Isn't he? Yeah, uh,
2: He true. was out
3: of there, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah. Fred Rogers was right here in Pittsburgh, down in Oakland, PA.
3: Point Breeze, yeah. Point Breeze.
2: He probably only, what, about half far from our house. Not point.
1: even,
2: yeah. Yeah, he, he was a great man. You didn't hear any kind of controversy with him. He was a good man. He and, always uh, took his shoes off and put them on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't too big for his shoes, man. He put a sweater on, his shoes. He was a nice man. He really was.
0: You know what? I'm going to have to search YouTube because I know he has some uh, some Christmas specials and all that. I'm going to have to find a few of those. Yeah, but, yeah. You know,
3: actually, they were they were too laid back for me, Joe. <laughs> they were too yeah. laid back, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I actually tried to get on there. I, have, I was talking to Mr. McFeely, I guess about 25 years ago. Yeah, I guess Fred was still making them. Um, you know, I guess he was in the last few seasons and i and i talked to the mailman his name is david newell and uh i was i was hoping to get on there but you know what to do some magic but it never transpired that would have been cool man oh yeah oh that would have been unbelievable you know what i would have said hi to the neighbors and did some magic it would have been really neat he did send
1: some um,
2: autographed
1: pictures to our kids yeah
2: that's right he was nice enough to send some uh you know eight by ten photos of him uh, 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 of the mailman and mr rogers to our kids and he signed them Oh, so that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I got to give it to them. I got to put it in frames, and uh, I'll surprise them one of these days. So I've had them put away for 25 years. Yeah, you think he's still alive, Chuck? Pardon me. You think he's still alive? Who? Uh, the mailman? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still alive, I believe. David Newell. Yeah, I, I believe he is. Most of the cast, especially older ones, I think they're all gone now, except for Joe Negri. I believe Joe Negri is. Yeah, he's in his 90s, I think. About oh, who's that now?
3: Who's Joe Negri?
2: He was handyman Negri on the show, and, and oh, he also okay. owned, yeah, yeah that's right yeah, yeah. he also yeah. owned the music store. Remember, he would play the guitar and so that's
3: forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he was
2: a pretty talented guy out here in Pittsburgh. Adventure Time was hosted by Paul Shannon when I was a kid, okay. and then when he retired, Joe Negri took it over, and yeah. uh, because of Paul Shannon with his Adventure Time, that helped re re uh, surge the uh, the interest in into the Three Stooges. And so they got very, very popular again, like in the mid to late sixties, uh, because of Adventure Time. And uh you know why? Because he would play their he would he would play their little clips all the time. And uh it just it just uh it it just brought a resurgence. And uh that particular station, which is still here today, WTAE, it's it's broadcast through at least the tri state area, so there's uh, quite a few viewership with it.
3: You know what's got a big resurgence <clears throat> now for some crazy reason? Vinyl records, my goodness. Yeah. It's a big resurgence. But, you know, getting back to Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, the only thing I i, I mean, like Mr. Rogers, it was kind of like the Garden of Make-Believe. I used right. to like the Garden of Make-Believe, of course, because, you know, why would I not like the Garden of Make-Believe? But um, I, Mr. Rogers sometimes could have gotten really, it was kind of like the Sunday matinee movies that they always had singing in the 60s. And no matter what movie you watch, they had to sing. And it got to a point that it was kind of boring as a kid. I remember... I used mm-hmm. to hate when they would start singing in the movies. And, yeah. they were, you know, that was like a common thing for any movie, especially in the mid 50s and 60s, to have a singing person. Now, mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers did get at times pretty boring, but I'm surprised, though, he lasted the test of time.
1: Yes, he did.
2: Yeah, he was very, very popular and syndicated worldwide. You know, and it all started right here in Pittsburgh, Uh there's an amusement, well, there's two amusement parks around here, Kennywood Park, and there's another one, Idlewild Park, which is in Leganair PA, and they had a ride that was dedicated to Mr. Rogers. They just tore it down. It was up for 25 years. It was really cool. You actually ride on the trolley. It takes you through the tunnel. It stops at each place, and it was it was robotic. Eddie, you would have loved this. There was automatons, like uh, Prince. Uh, uh, the Prince would come out, King Friday would come out, and his mouth would move and it would it would be in sync to like a pre-recorded message you know hello hello now, people i'm king friday and then he'd talk a while then you go on to the next person it, it was all automatons no let me really... ask
3: you let me ask you a question when you're saying that all automatons was mr rogers the guy who did the puppets as well though
2: yeah yeah right yeah he had he had puppets that you know by today's standards i guess really didn't look too good because the mouths didn't move or anything but you know what? But he had a way about him, man. There, there, there was something magical about him. Uh, they did a, they did a story about him. When was that story? About three years ago. If you guys have a chance to watch, uh, it's a. Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Tom Hanks movie? played him. Yeah, it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. I believe it was called. Yeah. Watch this movie, man. It is so good. It's based on fact. It's, a good movie, yeah. it's an excellent movie. It was shot right here in Pittsburgh. As a matter of fact not far from where Sherry you know, was working as an RN at that time because I was picking her up once in a while and they'd blocked the street off when they were filming it, remember? Yeah, well, it was in, it was in Squirrel Hill, I think they blocked hey it. Hey, guys, we now.
0: got we got about three minutes left here in the podcast, so uh, I'm going to give you guys each about a, a minute to give your, your final farewells, uh, your Merry Christmases to, to whoever you need to. And uh, Chuck and Sherry, we're going to start off with you guys.
2: All right. Hey, I just wanted to wish all the – all the listeners a uh, very Merry Christmas. It's been a, it's been a, you know, good year. We've been trying to live with everything as best as we can with all the, you know, chaos and everything, making the best of it. God bless. Merry Christmas. And Sherry, we. You-
1: yeah. Merry Christmas to everyone and, and God bless you and have a safe and happy holiday.
3: Yes. God bless everybody. And Joe, you're going to get in trouble for that x like someday, buddy. <laughs> 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 <Right>? <laughs>
0: that's right yeah hey we want to give a quick thank you to all of our listeners out there don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform uh leave us a good review too and if you're on apple Podcasts, make you you know leave us a nice five-star review if you so choose Uh, that definitely helps us out also check out house of the that's our flagship site man we have a great forum on there Uh, a lot of interesting topics to go from And also check us out on YouTube at House of the Unusual. Subscribe to our channel, like our videos. Eddie and Chuck are constantly putting out videos every week. So there's tons of stuff for you guys to do uh, and to be a part of House of the Unusual. And if you're interested in being a guest on here, drop us a line over at Houseoftheunusual.com and uh, let us know that you want to be on and what you're interested in talking about. Um, So that being said, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Once again, thank you for for joining us uh chuck sherry eddie merry christmas to you guys be safe be healthy have a good time and uh that's about it so hope everyone enjoyed this christmas edition of house of the unusual and we will see you guys next week so take care good night and merry christmas
3: Merry merry
0: christmas
3: merry christmas